bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. for breakfast right now I'm very hungry hey Ma, the meatloaf we want it now the meatloaf this is Sparta we're not worthy we're not worthy you're worthy you're worthy get up you want answers I want the truth you can't handle the truth the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist You're tiny, Jesus. Golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends, rodents, quadrupeds, lend me your ears. Oh! All right, you know what that sound means? It means the Varsity Radio Show is here again. I know you missed us during Thanksgiving, but you know what? We were we were sitting around our family tables, and we were being thankful for you. We were being thankful that you participate listen to watch this show and we're so glad to have you with us today again during the beginning almost christmas season right mm-hmm. uh and what makes thanksgiving and christmas so special to me is the guys i get to do this show with they are just really fantastic and to my right is not only a great co-host but a good friend of mine i call him the bearded bald-headed wonder from down under my friend jameson fowler hey there hi there ho there varsity family how you doing <laughs> his beard is strong today you know the braves is. attire is strong always uh when you win the world series you get to wear what you want right right it's beautiful you know if we could just pull it in with the tide then we can wear that again so mm-hmm. i'm talking you know Ooh. i know okay so Anyway, to my left, uh, it, well, if you were in the studio, that's where you'd be. He slides the slider, pushes the buttons. He is quite amazing at all the things he can do. We call him the Willy Wonka of radio. Because he makes that magic happen, maybe. He does. He does. The only thing we don't have is a chocolate river right through the studio. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Maybe a chocolate fountain. Probably not. I'll get my Oompa Loompas on that. Come on. Yeah. Everybody, hope you're having a great day so far. we got a really good show lined up for you. Got a couple of guys, basketball players from Arab High School, going to be with us today. Yeah. Seth, you want to tell them about it? Yeah. Ed Johnson and Will Cavender uh, from the Arab Not basketball team. Uh, My school, the one I went to. Mm -hmm. So excited to have these guys. Uh, it is going to be a really great show. You're not going to want to miss one moment. And how do you keep watching even when the radio's not playing? I can tell you how to do that. All you got to do is go to at Varsity Radio Show on Facebook Live and you can communicate with us because we like to talk to you in the middle of our show. We really do. We like to respond to you. And if you got any uh, stuff on Ed or... or Will. E- yeah, Will. Either one of them, please... If you got a question you want us to ask or information you want to share, mm-hmm. we are here for you today. 
so just drop that in our message hey we're gonna start with meme of the week and i thought this was hilarious my, so, i'm gonna let you start this See, my this girlfriend sent me this a couple of nights ago per um perfectly so good all right so here it is <laughs> mary exhausted having just gotten jesus to sleep is approached by a young man who thinks to himself what this girl needs is a drum solo might right. be the funniest thing right. I've, I've read in a hot minute um uh, true true <clears throat> steven what do you think about that well, yeah i mean drums always <laughs> are celebratory so why not right you know right after <laughs> a, a birth and yeah you're exhausted mm -hmm. yeah okay kind of <laughs> sad that he only knew one beat but rumpa pum pum but yeah. you know he I'm did what he he did his best i'm gonna let you go to this one because i like i found this other one <laughs> okay. during thanksgiving due so. to inf oh <clears throat> I'm, a, I'm a grown man speaking i promise you can do this due to inflation and food price increases the five second rule has now been extended to 10 seconds i'm gonna go ahead and uh let y'all in on a little secret it's been 10 seconds for <laughs> a hot minute you know <laughs> if you're hungry 15. enough it can get to 15 or 20. <laughs> that's right and i saw this as i was eating thanksgiving you know with my uh brother-in-law and I sent it to both of them, and I thought it was so good I would share it with you, Varsity World. Maternity pants. I when do you, not like when this you, picture. When you literally have nearly an entire turkey, quote unquote, in, in the, the oven. oven. Unbuckle, curve, comfort, comfort, stain resistant for use as a backup belly napkin. Napkin, okay. Ultra breathable for when you get the meat sweat. Can withstand third and fourth trimester food babies. <laughs> also available as cargo pants and shorts. I'm going to go ahead and tell you something. Genius! This is funny. <laughs> but crazy. if you came to Thanksgiving dinner wearing pants and a belt, you, what you are you doing? Up. Yeah. Right. yeah, you didn't come prepared to eat the feast. The feast. Uh, and then there's this one. This one uh, is also pretty funny. Um, so there's Joseph and Mary. And there's Mary, they're, they're riding into Bethlehem. And uh, Joseph says to Mary, don't be mad. I said I was sorry. I should have made reservations. Talk to me, Mary, Mary, Mary. And then Mary just says, I'm fine. And um, ladies and gentlemen, this is how Silent Night really began because if you know anything about <laughs> the female species once they say i'm fine you're not you're not fine uh, <clears throat> it's not okay and, and I, I this one i want to read yeah, this one go ahead uh, because it comes from one of the greatest comedic minds that's still with Hilarious. us uh mr bill murray he says whatever you do always give 100 percent unless you're donating blood that's right that's appropriate <laughs> i think that's fantastic uh, uh and i tell you what i love I'm, you bill i want to tell you who gives 100 percent. who's that that would be the charburger mm. and they come in strong week to week they are amazing they even have healthy options i had a grilled chicken salad oh, yeah? and it was amazing well i got lost in the wildcat sauce uh with a wildcat burger just a few minutes ago when it and it uh it brightened my day isn't it? I and feel I, better. I can literally say I've never eaten there that I didn't like it. Every time. They got the Philly cheesesteaks, the jumbo crispy onion rings. I've even had fried green tomatoes there. Mm. Come on, somebody. That's the char burger. I'm also, a steel magnolias guy myself. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. B&B <laughs> video games. Uh, they're also just a great entertainment, fun place to spend an afternoon, Sunday through Thursday. 12 to 8, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9. They're located right appropriately by the Pizza Hut. Is there an 80-style arcade with local video game retail store? Mm. That is B&B &B Video Games. Hey, we're going to go to some music. 
right now. You know, I like to think of, um, you know, the days after Thanksgiving as kind of like the Christmas preseason. <laughs> That's true. The the days after Thanksgiving? Yeah. I like that. Like, it's like, you know, those days where um, we're, we're acting like it's Christmas and like, which I mean, honestly, there's people that, you know, November 1st. You know, they were breaking out the decorations, and their house has been decorated for a month. No, for the first no time shame. in my life, that was us. You know, uh-huh. it was a good, good situation. Um, <clears throat> and I mean, I think with if you have a lot of decorations, like if you go hardcore all out, and you are decorating your entire home, not just like one room or just a couple of strings of lights on the porch, I think it's okay to go ahead and start doing it November first because if you're going to put in that kind of work, right. you want to have that stuff up for a while. Right. You don't want to put it up and then two weeks later have to undo everything that you did on top of you know the credit card debt you're probably swimming in and the <laughs> for that, the, the trip for to that fan house. that still hasn't worn off mm-hmm. uh, because if there's anything we know especially being here in the south um I, like thanksgiving and christmas food they're like eerily similar yes and um you just eat that nothing but that for two months because you don't just have thanksgiving with your family you have it with your friends you have it at work you have it it two or three different church groups like per holiday that's accurate i remember a couple of years ago i had seven thanksgivings wow seven <laughs> seven did, follow-up question how did you move after seven thanks i didn't <laughs> i cut I, it down to i don't three know how cr- you could move as a human being i look you I, know am i am i saying that i didn't enjoy it no but would i do it again no was it was it turkey and ham every time Pretty much. I, okay. I will say that there were some lovely friends uh, of mine that were from Ohio uh, that tried to to give me their version of their, their... If they wouldn't have said this was grandma's, I would have probably been like, no. Um, no, thank you. <laughs> but I ate it. Was it good? I ate it. <laughs> Are those friends possibly listening or, listening or still around? Uh, I mean, there's, I mean, they're not dead, okay. so I hope they're still well, that's, around. That's um, good. I don't, I don't know that... I don't know. They might be. Yeah. Um, if you're out there, you are, it's great. I, I loved everything else. I will just say that anytime I see white bread and dressing, I was I was sus. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I got that for the first. You know, my my wife's family is in Ohio, That's and right. I got that same kind of dressing. You know, I kind of like it. Okay. It's <laughs> it's different, but I like it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and it is. I guess it's an Ohio thing. You know, I've seen, I saw several NFL players, they were being asked, you know, what their favorite Thanksgiving food was, and I can't remember the player's name, uh, but he's a linebacker for the Patriots. Yeah. And he was like, we can go ahead and get macaroni and cheese off the table. It's just cheese and noodles. It ain't that good. You know. Get it out of here. And I was like, friend. No. Somebody has not made you good mac and cheese. That's right. There's there's a problem in your life. The problem is, is he got to eat those boxes of it. I mean, look, you can make them boxes slap if you try, okay? We're not, (laughs) it's not play. But what I'm saying, if you're going to, like, don't bring that junk to Thanksgiving. Like, don't, you know, that's like a, that's like a late night snack. That's like a nostalgia thing. That's like, I don't feel like fixing a real meal for my children. Yes. Um, No shame in that. Look, it's it's Dino Nuggets and Easy Mac. Like, no shame in that. Come on, somebody. All right. But if you're coming to Thanksgiving, you better have those three or four or five cheeses. A crust on top, and it better not be watery. 
Yes. Don't don't be bringing mac and cheese if there's a puddle of water in the mac and cheese. You you messed up. You messed up. <laughs> Just take it back. Take it, uh, Karen. It take it back. And uh, man, because I've and I mean, looking at this, I've seen There's some. There's Pam. Well, hi, Pam. Pam. Blue, Pam, what you was go. your favorite thing that you ate at Thanksgiving? My favorite thing is always my mama's dressing. Come ah. on, somebody. Come on. Mm-hmm. We were discussing yep. uh, mac and cheese. And um, northern dress. How it should be? How it should be prepared? <laughs> how How do you feel about mac and cheese? First of all, uh, how do I like it? Yeah, Is that what you're saying? sure. It definitely got to be creamy. You mm-hmm. know, not yeah. not watery. Yes, that's for- Thank you. Yes, that's what we I don't said. have mac and cheese at our traditional Thanksgiving. I don't okay. either. So. But I, I just know that, like, you know, if if you go to get mac and cheese at any function, Thanksgiving or, or whatever. And there's water. There's like a there's a small reservoir of water where people have <laughs> scooped it out. You're done. Get it out of there. <laughs> Don't even eat it. And and another it doesn't peeve, deserve to be on the plate. Another pet peeve I have about it is there are people that are like I'll I'll put a breadcrumb crust on the top. No, stop it. Stop that. <laughs> if your cheese does not make the crust, you did it wrong. You did it wrong. That's funny. That's funny. I have lots of feelings about this. I, I feel your emotions coming out <laughs> over mac and cheese. And, uh, yeah. (laughs) How was Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was wonderful. So it was nice to be able to gather, you know, with family once again. Yeah. um, Which we did last year. Last year I had to do like a drug deal. Mama, I'll give you half a turkey for a pan of dressing. (laughs) Probably. Wow. Wow. (laughs) The ways, things that happen in the Chambliss house. Worth it. You know. (laughs) Not hating, just you know, kind of jealous. Uh, <laughs> Look, if you can will and deal during Thanksgiving, when can't you? Desperate times, you know. Desperate measures. Oh, I thought we had music first. We did for a minute. <laughs> that was fun. Miss <clears throat> Pam's doing a major fundraiser tonight. Oh, going to be yeah, talking more about that. Her. She's the keynote speaker. <laughs> She's getting ready. Yeah. <laughs> No, no. Mm-mm. She's got her FCA gear going, ready. I believe yeah, in you. Okay. I go over to the Von Braun Center here in a minute and set up. You know, make it look good. Nah. Got Twenty-seven seconds, guys. We're ready. That All is right. the most versatile get, building. Really it is the most versatile building in the world. Like yeah. the Von Braun Center does. You don't, it doesn't look that big, but it is. But then you get in there and you're like, "Where's all this room? Where did it come from?" <laughs> It's time for the FCA Moment of the Week. And I'm so excited to welcome the celebrity of the Varsity Radio Show. She's celebrity. She's the keynote speaker. I'm throwing that title in. I don't know if y'all have ever driven by a church and there were like four titles before the pastor. That was made for Miss Pam. So, Pam Chambliss. Dr. Dr. Pam Chambliss. Dr. (laughs) Keynotes. All around awesome. I'm trying. I'm trying, Miss Pam. I'm just running out of things to say. It looks like you're trying she, her patience. You know, <laughs> she's wearing a really cool FCA shirt, and she's here to talk with us about what's going on today. What's going on? Awesome. So well, the month of December is uh, a wonderful month of giving because we were given the greatest gift, right? Amen. Jesus Christ. So uh, today's uh, Giving Tuesday. Yeah. And so... 
really a push is to do year-end financial fundraising because that's the only way that we uh, survive. So we do have a special function for um, some special invites tonight. Uh, and then the, throughout the month, uh, we're going to get to visit a lot of people that we're so thankful for. They help support the ministry. So we'll be doing a lot of that stuff, which is really a lot of fun to connect with people one-on-one and, and visit them. But uh, then we kick off the new year. We got the Coach Spouse Timeout Weekend coming up, that um, Martin Luther King Weekend. And definitely want to invite all coaches and, and their spouses to attend that. It's just a marriage enrichment weekend, but more of just kind of a pause to say, I'm going to step away from what I'm doing and have time with my spouse. And so I uh, have opportunities if, if a team wants to sponsor their coach to come or, you know, somebody, a parent would like to sponsor their coach to come. What a great gift to give them here at Christmas to give them a weekend at the coach and spouse timeout weekend. That's awesome. I love, I'm, I'm blown away by Fellowship of Christian Athletes and all they do. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I said this, I think I've told y'all this, Miss Pam. I, I I thought all you did was school huddles. I mean, and then I was blown away by all the ministry that they do and how incredible they really are. And so, Giving Tuesday, just remember there's That's a name right. called Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are a fantastic ministry. Uh, that does makes a huge difference. And how many counties is it? Six? We cover five counties. Madison, Marshall, Coleman, Jackson, and Blunt counties. Yeah. And they, you know, I, over the large years. Large number of students. All the way to the Lord home where they're doing something. What she was saying, because I don't think that came in, is they minister all the way from how old? Seven, she said. Seven all the way to, to the Lord takes them home. To the Lord takes them home. So, anyway, we are just so glad that we had the privilege of having you with us, Miss Pam. Thank you so much. Awesome. I think we're losing a connection, but I'm glad to see you, and I hope y'all have a fantastic rest of your week. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. <laughs> see you later. You know, they did a minister appreciation thing mm-hmm. at Top Golf. Oh, and right. I went, and I was like, two Ministers hours in golf. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they didn't like they didn't have an agenda. They literally wanted to minister to the ministers. <clears throat> and uh, listen, anytime anybody wants to minister awesome. to me with Top Golf, I'm down. Oh, it was awesome. That's I'm really... not gonna lie. When I was done, I looked at I looked at Ken, who's over it, and. And G Money, I don't know if you remember him. He's over mm-hmm. the finances and Candy Armstrong that we've had on the show. And I said, I needed that. I just needed that. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm just blown away by all they do. Yeah, um, they're not just an organization that just Ministers wants your support students. and yeah. and kind of dips. They want to take care of the people that take care of them, and they really do. And they do it. They really do. And uh, it, I just I've never heard anything bad about FCA. Just the way that. Uh, they run their organization uh, with with excellence and with integrity and mm. and purpose. And they have a really cool, really great team at their at Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Uh, and uh, they have a really awesome leader. Ken Burnett is just amazing. And just you know, I don't know if he wants. I I know he's not like this in the secret, but he'll text me every few Sundays and just encourage me. Just like, what an awesome guy. You know, just awesome. Gotta love uh, that. Love the culture. Like P&B video games. They're really fantastic. 
Mm-hmm. That's a really fun place. They have together. an excellent culture as well. You know who hey. else is really fantastic? Who's that? Who's who that? else runs their uh, all of their stuff with excellence? Charbur, uh, great team of Nick Saban and all of his yes. staff. Did you uh, catch that win? Oh my! Yes, gosh. I'm so glad overtimes. you went there. Four I overtimes. I didn't know we were going to go here this fast. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Man. I've got video actually. So let's uh, go. Let's see this. This is the reaction as the play is happening. Watch everybody lose their minds. I like watching the Auburn players lose their minds, personally. But we'll see that in just a there second. There it is. There it is. So yes. that's the big celebration. Everybody gets loud. They lose their minds. But you know what? There was something going on over at Toomer's Corner. I don't know if you caught this or not. <laughs> no, 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 but please show. <laughs> I got a little, bit of, uh, a little bit of this to show you. Here, let's take a look at this. Now, no, no audio here. I had a song. I couldn't play the song. But everybody thinks that they've won there for a second, right? This yeah. is like when They're the running. sun is still up. And they started rolling the tree? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They did. They rolled the and tree? And then, see, what this guy, I don't think he knows exactly what's going on. Now they know what's happening. <laughs> Auburn just oh, figured look, it out. That, that look was of the just best. utter despair That's right there. the best video I've seen out of the whole Man, thing. Man, oh, yeah. they were doing this when the sun was still up. Uh-huh. So they had to have done this. See the toilet paper? <laughs> they had to have done this before the game was, I mean, obviously, <laughs> Even over. over. I mean, but, when you've got them shut out at halftime, you think maybe you'd be able to pull it off. But they didn't know. They were messing with Alabama. They didn't, oh, my God. All I know they've been say, lucky all season, but their luck ran out. That's all i got to say. Well, there was some voodoo in that there stadium. There always is. <laughs> it was crazy. Didn't work this time. I, you know, I was driving back from Ohio, and I watched from Louisville to Nashville. And I, I pulled over, and I told my wife, I told Sarah, I said, you gotta, I'm going to drive now because mm-hmm. I was so frustrated. I'm like, look at these ref calls. And okay, oh, I you okay. Listen. I don't blame ref calls most of the time. Most of the time, it's our fault. Thirteen calls for 129 yards. It was all after all that 13. stuff. Thirteen. Who was it? Who made a big stink about that? That was Bonix. Yeah. And let me say this, Stephen. Uh huh. They had 52 yards called on them. We yep. had 129 after Bonix made uh, pitched a fit that the refs were on. Our side. He couldn't be on and, the field, so we had to play somehow. And, and our boy yeah. Rick Ricky posted video evidence of when they he would have scored a touchdown, Williams, mm-hmm. with the defender holding his jersey. Mm-hmm. Yep. It looked like five minutes. Yeah, that was I believe his name is McCready, number twenty three. Yeah. The and they, they didn't call it. They talked about how he had a plan to cover Mechie and Williams and um you know Pass interference. Listen, there were a couple of those where I saw that I was but like, that he absolutely was holding his jersey, or he was there was contact. There that was too was much contact. Um, but I will say this: I know there's a lot of people that were saying things like Alabama didn't deserve to win, or Auburn deserved to win that game, or you know, kind of dogging Alabama's performance. And like, I get it. We're supposed to walk in there as the number three team, ten and one. You know, and be able to to manhandle them a little bit. But the thing is, this is a rivalry game against a very motivated opponent. Against an opponent that's had a tough year, but they've had some good moments when they played well. Uh, they didn't play up to their potential. The, the Alabama offense. Let me make this argument. Oh, okay. Let me with what you said. This was their Super Bowl. Sure. This was their national championship. I mean, it is every year. Yeah. Right. But what I'm saying, they had nothing to lose. Yeah, we had everything to lose. Sure, so and they were they were very motivated. Um, I will say that 
you know, as bad as Alabama's offense performed, because they didn't perform to their potential, there were mental errors that were made, um, just miscues and just, just things going haywire because you're in a hostile environment. Um, <clears throat> but Auburn's offense didn't play very well either. No. This was a defense. and I, I Both think, defenses were incredible. Absolutely. I'm just going to be look, honest. They were unbelievable. A, re- a lot of those holding calls that Alabama got, we, I agree we deserved Justin. because, like, yes. we couldn't stop their defensive yes. line. And on the other side, Auburn couldn't stop ours. Like very- the blocks in the backfield. Yes, we <laughs> yeah, deserved um, that. We own that. That was you know, us. But, but I want to say something else about their Alabama's defense. Like, something I think that gets overlooked during this game is Auburn's punter kept pinning us down on the two-yard line. Like, yes. kept pinning us down inside the five-yard line, yes. and we would hold Auburn off. Or, like, we could, we would go three and out, and then we'd have to punt. And then we Auburn would get incredible field position, and our defense did a great job of keeping them out of field goal range for the majority of the game. Yes. Like, w- without that, if, if we don't make the stops there that we have to, the game gets out of hand, and we, we you know, it, you know, it, it I know, comes out very different. I know eventually it was Bryce Young to Mechie. But that defense is really what won that game. It really was. And, and I'm they, telling you, that last, those last and, two minutes. And Auburn, minutes, you were great, too. You really were. I mean, I, I've got nothing to say. And I have total respect for the quarterback mm-hmm. who was limping through the thing and doing the best he could. Yeah. And, I, I mean, there, this is the first Iron Bowl in, what, 98 years that ever went into overtime. Yeah, I didn't know that until it happened. And someone said it's the first time. I was like, no, it's not. And then the screen years. said it was the first time. I was like, oh, my goodness. And for it to go into overtime four times, um, I mean, Auburn was, I think it was like both offenses all of a sudden woke up yeah. in those last two minutes for Alabama and then into overtime for Auburn. Uh, the, that incredible one-handed catch. Um, yes. I can't remember the, the tight end's name. That, Ja'Cory that Brooks. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no the no. For Auburn that made yeah. that crazy one-handed catch while yes. he was draped in coverage. Yes. Um, and it was just, you know, like, it was just one of those games you hated to see end, you know, but in the moment you were like, holy cow, I'm glad that's over. <laughs> yes, I was. It was the funnest Iron Bowl I've watched in 10 years. It was. And uh, I think Alabama fans finally have something. Um, to rival the, the pick six. Uh, the kick six, yes, finally. Yes. Finally something. Finally. Um, it, was, it was awesome. Because that was... Uh, in, you, in the national perspective, you don't understand Auburn versus Alabama is a different team than Auburn versus anybody the sure. rest of the year. And I think this whole rivalry Same. weekend... Y'all don't know. ...was, was a lot of fun. Uh, it was great to see Michigan finally beat Ohio State. Finally do it. I think everybody... They I've, deserve that. I've never pulled for Michigan in anything. Like, yeah. I wouldn't pull for Michigan in, a, in an arm wrestling contest. Like, I, <laughs> I just don't do that. Yeah. But I wanted them. I wanted Ohio State to lose. I did. Like, too. I just did not care how. I wanted them to lose. Um, and then you know, what other rivalry games we had? The, the Egg Bowl. The Egg Bowl was hard to watch this year. I watched a Who little bit of it. Who ended up winning that? I didn't. Ole Miss it. because Mississippi State dropped not one, not two, but three touchdown passes. Wow. In the end zone. Um, now I, Oklahoma I, State beat Oklahoma. Oh, that was great too. Look, when Ohio State and Oklahoma lose in the same day, it's, it's a, good a day. great day. It's a good day. Just a great day. Which you're going to get to see Oklahoma and Texas a lot more in the next, what, two years? See, look, everyone knows by now, Lincoln Riley um, <laughs> is gone. Less than 24 hours after saying, I'm not going to be the head coach at LSU, left and went to be the coach at USC, which he wasn't lying. I mean, and look, we didn't understand that until we just saw the contract. <laughs> yeah. We when got you it. get paid $110 million and they buy both of your $500,000 properties and then give you. Um, 
a six million dollar six house. million dollar house and then give you jet li- access jet access yeah. even for personal use yes i don't know how you say no to that i guess um but i agree the thing is um I, it's going to be interesting to see what happens uh in oklahoma over the next couple of years because now spencer rattler has officially uh entered the transfer in, entered the transfer portal really um yeah, I mean, I don't think that's a huge surprise to anyone. I you feel like he, he was probably going. I think he was probably going to do that anyway. I don't think he's going to go back and try to coach with Lincoln Riley. I don't think so. Yeah, because this is the same coach that benched him for somebody else. I think he's going to go elsewhere and try to play. Um, well, he was he was what number one prospect in the country a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think you know it's it's weird at Oklahoma. It's weird. You know, Matt, Matt Mitchell has a really good take on all this. Yes. You guys want to see this week? Oh, I would, anything Matt I Mitchell would love, love to see. I watched like five week of Week 13, weeks. end of the regular season, plus rivalry week. I think this might be my favorite week of the... Wait, Auburn, what are you doing? Who, me? Yeah, I'm shutting out Alabama. How long have you been doing that? <laughs> the whole first half. Oh, yeah, that won't last. Well, you just wait because there is no way that I can ever... Well, that took about 10 years off my life. Well, that was entertaining. Accurate. Just wait till the dogs get through with you. Wait, are you trash talking now? Yeah, but am I doing it right? I, I don't, this is both equally exhilarating and terrifying. Where did you pick up those big words? Because he spent the weekend with his smart brother in Atlanta. Did you say Atlanta? <laughs> no, we're going to Glendale, I think, for the Fiesta Bowl. What's wrong with Ole Miss? I may have went a little too hard on the cowbell. Always. Oh, wait, how do I get some of that? A cowbell? No, 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 no. Hearing loss, so I don't have to hear Gary Danielson anymore. Mm. I think we there's probably that. a better solution for that. Uh, what is what is this? Yeah, that right there my resume. It looks like a gumbo <laughs> recipe. No, that can't be right because I've used a recipe for gumbo. I just kind of make it for my gut. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't. But I do want to say that I will miss you, and I think I speak for everybody here when I... Hey, y'all, I got a new coach already. And Florida Man get one? another moment. Mm-hmm. And he's from Louisiana. Oh, so you did get my resume because I was worried that my messenger alligator got lost. So you got me, Nathan. Hey, a second. Back up. Tell me more about the messenger alligator. Well, everybody, back up even more. You telling me that Florida could understand LSU this whole time? Oh, y'all, stop. Listen, I need to track this. So if you got Billy Napier, that means that Lincoln Riley is definitely going to LSU. Yeah, that's a big old no right there. He is definitely not coming. To LSU? Uh, to the SEC. He's trying to avoid a whole conference? Yeah, that's pretty much what he said. There was a lot of whining and there's a little bit of crying. Okay, wow, that is a whole <laughs> other open position now. So who all needs head coaches now? Huh. Wait, really? I am just preparing myself for the inevitable and trying to avoid heartbreak. Oh, that I is thought about strategy. that. He said this wow, is okay. Well, on the bright side, y'all, we tied our old record for the most teams from the same conference going to bowl games. Trust me, nobody's more surprised by that than me. Ah, oh, we did it, guys. Well, okay, you barely did it. SEC. S- oh, Vandy, I'm sorry. You're the only team that's not a part of this. No, no, no. I am a big part of this. <laughs> I'm the reason half the East is bowl eligible. <laughs> I didn't need help. No, but you do need to lose those chrome helmets. Seriously, they're blinding me. How dare you? That is a Kentucky tradition. Well, so is riding a horse on the interstate, but that doesn't make it right. Hello, anybody home? Hey, I heard you had an extra playoff spot. I don't know. Maybe we have to wait and see. That's great. Do you mind if I borrow that? No, absolutely not. You already have a spot. Oh, not if Iowa wins, and that is a very likely scenario. Oh. You are literally the last conference I'd share with. Please. All of my hopes are right on the man who just found out tanky pants don't have to be pleated. What is the Yankee <laughs> phrase for gone now get? Hey, just think about it, okay? What? 
Is that an alligator? Uh, yeah, that's my little buddy right there. Go tiger. <laughs> <laughs> I had not seen Man. part two, but oh my goodness. God, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing my little messenger alligator uh, wouldn't get there. <laughs> oh, but there he is. Steven, that was awesome. <laughs> I know. He always comes up with oh, that stuff. That was so funny. You know, he made us wait huh? for, for roll call. For a while. Yeah. And I it was, was hoping it. it would come out. <laughs> it was great. Jeez. Um, but he brought up some interesting thing. I don't hadn't even thought about it had not even occurred to me that Lane Kiffin. Um oh, we may have to save that for later, but No, you go ahead. We got two minutes. I just I didn't know. It didn't even occur to me that Lane Kiffin might jump ship and go somewhere else. I I, you I know don't he's think going he will. To. I don't think he will. I think he is if Florida, he has captured the hearts LSU of the LSU or Oklahoma offer him a job, he's gone. He's not going to LSU. You don't think? No. I don't think so. I think they can pay him more. I don't know. I don't know. Look, he's look. I, I think if that I think happens, he's got a good he would thing. be the first team or the first coach, I think, in SEC history to to have gone from like Tennessee, coached at Alabama, coached at Ole Miss, and then go to LSU. LSU. He'd have a whole half of the SEC division mad at him, like like four schools that just hate his care. guts. Of course, care. he doesn't care. But I honestly, I don't. I knew he wasn't getting USC. He left that no, plane. No, they left him. USC they left, left him. him on the tarmac of an airport. Of an airport, well, left him there. Glad, glad he ended up at Alabama. Honestly, that was a good situation. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it would be, but it was. Also, um, unrelated, I saw a picture of a woman wearing Dabo Sweeney leggings, <laughs> and I haven't been okay since. Um, I understand. Understand, y'all. Please don't do that. <laughs> you can't do that and get to heaven. Wow, that's Mm-mm. that's hilarious. Uh, I anyway. enjoyed that. Yeah, I'm ro- glad I didn't see it. Rivalry week was was a great week, um, dude. If Iowa beats Michigan, stop it. Oh, there Steven. they are. <laughs> Steven. Is that what you saw? That's what I and I can't unsee it. Your boy Dabo. <laughs> uh, Eighteen seconds, guys. Eighteen seconds. Okay. We got clutch coming. Trauma. <laughs> That was great. Mm. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, uh, let's add about 20 seconds to that. Uh, yeah. People well, shouldn't be able to just do whatever they want anymore. Like, <laughs> Just because you can America. doesn't mean you should. Just, like, if, if you've never seen Jurassic Park, like, America. <laughs> and now, today's clutch moment. Hey, Varsity Radio World, I want to talk to you about being a world changer. And I'm calling this the case study of a world changer. So, let me start with this right here. Let me ask you, Jameson, what do you think of when I say the words world changer? Uh, I think of, you know, historical figures. Yeah. Um, People like Winston Churchill. Mm, Um, I can. Mother Teresa. Yep. Um, or people that you know, like invented things, and like like Nikola Tesla or you know Alexander Graham Bell, people like that. They changed the world, like with their ideas and their their ingenuity, their entrepreneurship, their humanitarianism. Yeah. People like Audrey Hepburn. I think she gets overlooked a lot. She's a Holocaust survivor. Went on to be an actress, and then cut her acting career short to go be a humanitarian and take wow. care of people in third world countries. Incredible. Uh, people like that. I like that. Well, I don't that have to answer? ask that. Yeah, I don't have to ask the next question. So, 
I think inside of each of us, and you tell me if I'm wrong, there's a deep longing to do something larger than ourselves. I think that's why we see, you know, in history, these rich moguls and stuff like that, they became, what you said, humanitarians. Mm -hmm. They became philanthropists. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and they, they would give to major things because all the money in the world didn't make them happy. What made them happy was... Or I think they wanted to do something with the means that they had. Right. You know, instead right. of just sitting on your money, like, yes. do something that's going to benefit um, humanity, hum right. you know, benefit the world. You know, people like Elon Musk come, yeah. come to mind. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that's incredible. And I, I think that longing is is inside of us. It's, a, it's larger than us. And to accomplish great things in our lives, to leave a legacy that will remain far past our last breath. So how do we really make a difference in this world? How do, how do we become world changers? And I, I, I figured we could break down the life of Moses and take some of the pointers uh about his life that are found mm -hmm. in you know part of it Exodus three and uh, others uh, when he starts with the plagues and when he starts with being called by the burning bush you know what mm -hmm. what makes that so I'm gonna call this realizations of a world changer the first thing I want to say is we need to use what God places in our hands see Moses started like all of us unaware how God could use him and painfully aware of his inadequacies. Right? Mm -hmm. So God started Moses on his journey with two things. Uh, well, three. A word, a stick, and his and his brother Aaron. Right? That's all he had. And so, why do you think it's so hard for us to believe God would want to use us? Well, I think it's because, you know, I think the obvious answer is just because, you know, uh, he's God. Why would he want my help? Right. Um, I have all these insecurities. I have all these inadequacies. I have all these reasons uh, that I that I, I can't do things. I don't know people. I don't know how to organize things. I don't know. I don't have money. I don't have means. I don't, you know, with yeah. the, the list of I don't haves are, uh, are very long when it comes to, when it comes to, you know, I mean, I guess it's more of excuses that we have when, when God, when it comes you to know. usability. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, when you have God, you don't need all that other stuff because right. you know He His your strength. Sorry, His strength is made perfect in your weakness, and That's He right. He fills That's in good. those gaps for you. Um, anyway, and, and so we see all the way through Scripture where where God uses Moses with Aaron or the stick, you know, raise mm -hmm. the stick and the Red Sea parts, you know, hit the rock and the water comes. Up. He, and and He uses this. The second thing I want to say is don't depend on yourself, but on him. Mm -hmm. See, your dependency on your strength could and can become your weakness. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yes. So why do we have such a problem relying on God instead of ourselves? Because, I, you know, like the things that he, that, like, I feel like if um, God would have given Moses like a, a, a giant army. Yeah. Or, you know, all these like incredible resources, then Moses would have, okay, now I can do something. But I think... Right. He does that in a way, you know, he gave him a stick and his brother. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was so that Moses would look to God and depend on him and to see that apart from him we can't do anything. Yeah. And and it, I think, you know, it also an interesting thing is if God can do everything that he's done with 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 this. Yeah. You know, you have nothing to fear. You have nothing to be afraid of. Um and that's just how powerful your God is. I think it was the point of that was for for Moses 
to see who God was, not to see what Moses could do. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. He had to be dependent on mm-hmm. So, and my last point is this. It's not who you are, but it's who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, remember how Moses saw himself when he submitted him his self to God at the beginning at the fiery bush? Uh, and then I, I like this, the progression in Exodus 11. So we're farther down in, in the scripture. And it says, Tell all of the Israelite men and women to ask their Egyptian neighbors for articles of silver and gold. Parentheses. Now the Lord had caused the Egyptians to look favorably on the people of Israel. And Moses was considered a very great man in the land of Egypt, respected by even Pharaoh's officials in the Egyptian people alike. Now, remember the conversation Moses has with the bush. Not me, God. There's no way. What are you... Are you crazy? What? Mm-hmm. You know? So why is it so important that we know this as a truth in our life? That it's not who we are, but it's who he is. I think it's important for us to remember that so we don't freak out get get our get all up in our head put all the pressure on us yeah because if it's god doing it all you have to do is walk faithfully to what he's called you to do you know take the simple steps of obedience that he gives you yeah and trust him for the rest because this is his gig yeah you're just you're just you're just there you know what i'm saying you're just part of it you're part of it that's a better way to say that yeah um i think it's important for us to remember that because it's not in our strength because if it was in our strength why would we need him anyway Yes. If nothing can get done apart from him. This is his gig. All you have to do is do what you're told, and you're going to be okay. So good. So Yeah. Yeah. So you can trust in God. He's not going to let you down. No. And uh, he He will not betray you. He is faithful. We, we believe, and we believe that you should, because he is faithful and true all the time. Y'all good? Yeah. I'm fantastic. We're awesome. Fantastic. Y'all chatter, and I'm going to go take awesome. care of them. Chatter. Yeah. So, hey, better, better. Um, I, I know he'll probably pull this up when they, he gets back, or I'm going to get him to the video of him with his wife, Miss Terry. Oh, Saban, yeah. That was awesome. Look, She's like prancing a little bit. It's pretty cool. Look, and the, the smile that comes across the coach's face yes. is great. Um, You know, um, I, I love I love that. I love that. You can tell she really loves supporting it. one another. She's not just the coaches. She's not a trophy wife in no. the sense that she just hangs there and she's with the band. She she's part of the plan. she's part of this. She's in this. She's got as much skin in the game um, as, any, re- as anybody. Arguably, I mean, she's she's giving her. I know, she's her husband. You know, she's giving up time for her husband or with her husband uh, for this cause. You yeah. know, and you know, I think that's that's a noble thing. That, that she's supporting her and um, that she's supporting the coach. And I feel like, you know, that, that's just really cool to see. Like, it looks like a good, uh, I had I had words and then they went away. Um, <laughs> words are hard. <laughs> words are hard. Words are hard. Um, I was going to say that, you know, I think it's, it's cool to see a marriage work like that, you know. Yes. Yeah, and Stephen, I know he's walking in here. We were talking about the greeting after the uh game between Nick Saban I saw that and too. Terry. Terry. and Miss Terry and I, I saw it before you posted it in there and I thought yeah. that is just so good. I have never seen him like that before. Like he's smiling, he's happy, and you know who posted <laughs> it originally was his daughter, Kristen. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh and like his wife though, I like the little dance, like happy <laughs> dance that she does. Yeah, there's something about how she can light him up, you mm-hmm. know? 
It's really neat. Well, and, and then, you know, she said in past, like, our table, our dining room is only for recruiting. Like, And she she is a huge part of why he's so good at recruiting. Yeah, I didn't yeah. mean to. Yeah, when I when I said that she supports Coach Saban, it's not just her as a wife. I think, she's like I said, she's it. as much into this as he is. Yes. Um, maybe not the capacity of the X's and O's, but just the culture that, that she helps, uh, you know, build there. So, man, I can't wait to get in. I started reading a little more stuff too about that couple. And you know, back when the tornadoes hit so bad in Tuscaloosa, yeah, they resolved to go ahead and build thirteen houses. At the time, they had thirteen national championships. Yeah, and every time they get another national championship, they build they one. build another house. See, yeah. that's awesome. I thought that was so cool. They are they are just really you know Nick yeah. Saban's just fantastic. Oh yeah, He's, for sure. Did you guys ever play the rant that he went on? For three minutes about Alabama fans and their entitlement. Yes, um, <laughs> that was also great. And every yeah. word of it was true. And yes. I, I think he wasn't just like yelling at fans, being mean to them. Yeah, uh, I think what it was was just setting some people straight. Me like you know, to get their priorities right, and you know that they're trying to build a culture, not just a, a winning football program. Anyway, yeah, thought here's, it was cool. Here's a look at that video we were talking about. Yes, I love this video. <laughs> did you see that little dance look at her she is uh, so happy and i like that that's that's the human side of nick saban we don't get to see very often yeah we get the very serious very we get we get press conference nick saban after a practice and uh, i don't think anybody wants that and you know and i'll be on <laughs> uh, but i'll be honest like i'm i'm glad the way he responded after this game like he didn't come no, you know he in a normal was, he well we didn't do things right we'd had this go wrong on offense but I'm glad you know we finished I mean he was like smiling and it's laughing like, I'm happy that our team pulled this He's out like, we, you know like and you can't you can't Bryce Young just Bryce Young I will say this if Bryce Young wins this game this week Heisman and if he doesn't win the Heisman after winning the SEC championship game, there's something it's rigged. It'll be it'll almost be as egregious when uh, Peyton Manning didn't win it. Yes, which no disrespect to Charles Woodson. I mean, Charles Woodson is is a goat. Charles Woodson, you know, uh, Hall of Famer, uh, the only defensive player to ever win the Heisman. Um, but man, Peyton Manning, Randy Moss, Charles Woodson—that'd be a really strange feeling. When you know it's got to be Peyton Manning, and he, he doesn't get it anyway. Um, Will Cal- Cavender's uncle, and I know who this is, is is Henry Cho, the comedian. Did you know awesome. that? That's fantastic. <laughs> Henry Cho. He, oh, yeah. he yeah he was on what uh, Comedy Central like mm-hmm. that. He got his own, and he made he married a woman from Arab. Yeah, right? he made fun of Arab. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think fun, I remember yeah. this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's hilarious. So this is his uncle. This is yeah. his nephew. This is going to be a good interview. There he is. Yes, him. He actually did a set at the Arab Auditorium after that. I don't know if you know that. Like a show. Yeah. Yeah. That's him. Mm-hmm. So he's a celebrity comedian. Nice. Yeah. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. We're so excited to have Ed Johnson and Will Cavender from Arab High School. I love having Arab people in here, as Jameson knows, because that was my school. Mm-hmm. So it was. 
I love saying go nuts because it's just in my blood. It's just it's a thing. So, uh, Ed, and I know you're playing basketball, but I was talking about this. Ed just put out as the quarterback one of the greatest seasons in Arab football history. No big deal, you know, like. <laughs> But one of the greatest seasons, honestly, in Arab football history. They y'all went eight and three. Yes, sir. And uh, tell us a little bit about that, and then we'll go into basketball. I just wanted to hear. Um. Well, first off, it started with the great coaching staff that we have, and all the yeah, you do. You know, Coach Lee Osmond coming in three yes. years ago just changed the culture at Arab, and and everybody, all the players over there has bought into it. And you know, we worked our butts off this summer in the weight room and everything, and. I was happy to see it translate to the season. Wow. So good. So what was the most exciting game for you this year? I would say the first game of the season against Aberville. Yeah. Uh, just a big rivalry. And mm-hmm. uh, it's the first game. We were all fired up. And, uh, yeah. We went out there and played good. And uh, I just, that was, that was the most exciting for me. Awesome. So. Fantastic. Uh, so I have, you talked about the. Uh, Coach Osmond coming and changing the culture. What was the biggest uh, culture change for you guys? Like, what was the the biggest difference? Uh, I would say that before him, Arab could kind of be seen as like soft and not, you know, his physical team and uh, doesn't tackle well. And I just, you know, after he came in, he really put a big emphasis on that. And uh, I'd say we got more physically, you know, built and we got way stronger. And you know, we we we're kind of known as that blue collar team and. Mm-hmm get after and hit you so that's that was my biggest yes that's that's fantastic now transitioning to basketball okay and and this this is a huge difference you go from a contact sport to to basketball which i mean can can be can be i mean we watched lebron hit somebody the other day no okay so we can't (laughs) don't put lebron and contact in the same sentence okay okay. it'll it'll just fall down all right okay (laughs) (laughs) so anyway it can be contact, but not it's it's not meant to be. Uh, and and Brandon Cruz, tell us about his. Uh, tell us about Brandon Cruz and uh, his coaching skills, what he does, how he's special to you guys. Uh, well, Brandon, Coach Cruz, he likes to he likes us to get after on defense. Very aggressive. It's uh it's way it's way different than last year. Yeah. Well, where we would just sit back in a two three zone. And not pressure the ball as much, but this year we're pressuring the ball more, and we're pushing the ball more, mm-hmm. and we're getting more open shots. Uh, we're driving, kicking more. It's just, it's just a new scheme. And this is a new coach. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. See, there's nothing I love like you know, NBA basketball is what it is. But there's nothing funner than watching like a team run a really, really good press and enforce the um force the offense to make a mistake and then capitalize on it. There's just nothing funner than that for me when I'm watching college and, and high school basketball. Um, what's been your uh, your role in that transition? Like, like what has that been for you? Like, you said that last year the scheme was different. What's How's that transition been for you? Well, it's been good. It's, uh, it's a lot different with uh, conditioning mm-hmm. and uh, playing off the dribble. You know, just Pressuring the ball more, it's it's a little bit more difficult, but I imagine with you being the point guard, there's more responsibility there for you to, yes, to know the plays right. and to make sure people are in the right position. Right, yes, sir. So how how's that been for you? Uh, it's been good. Uh, we've been over th- through the summer. We went through the plays and 
we learn more about it. So we're starting starting off with the football players coming back. It's it's getting better. Mm-hmm. We're lear- learning more, and we're we're uh, playing better and more aggressive, more confident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I gotta ask, uh, Ed. So like you know, I mean, Seth kind of asked you about coming in from like a, a full body contact sport to something that's you know, how is that for you guys that? And I hate to mention this, bring this up, but you guys, you guys go to the playoffs, and there's so much expectation, and then you guys get knocked out. Do you bring some of that frustration and that aggression? Do you bring that into the basketball season and work some of that out, or like, how is that? Because to me, that just seems exhausting to go from a sport where your emotions are high and everything, and then you're coming just straight into another one. It just seems like an exhausting thing. Talk about that a little bit. Uh, well, you know, I just think it's a different. Uh, you know, the sports are way different, obviously, sure, but. Sure. But I just think that energy that we had during football is kind of, you know, tr- it's going to translate over mm-hmm. to basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, the guys that weren't playing football, they've been working working really hard. Mm-hmm. And now that we're coming, the football players are coming with that energy and meshing together, I just think it's going to be a, you know, it's a good transition. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, we all know in football and basketball, everything, before the game you have butterflies or you have, <laughs> have oh, yeah. these emotions. How do you guys deal with that? What is your pregame warm up? What is that? What does that look like? It, a certain song you listen to, certain like uh, superstition thing you have. I, I don't know, but what is that? Have for you washed you guys? your underwear this season? That right. kind of thing. I hope we hope yes. So uh, anyway, well, um, I'm a firm believer in Jesus Christ, so I pray. Yeah. I pray awesome. every every game, every before every game, uh, sitting on the bench right before starting lineups. I pray. That's what I like to do. So awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way as Will. Yeah. You know, I like to put my headphones on and kind of just lock in and handle the ball and, you know, just, just get ready. Nice. Awesome. What song's playing? Uh, Lil Baby sometimes, mm-hmm. Drake. It's just, it's, it's a mix for me. Yeah, a mixture okay. for me too. Yeah. Really anything. All right. Well, and what, and how do you get, okay, this can be different. How do you do for both sports, how do you get rid of the emotions? Because, like I said, one of them you're getting ready to get hit. Another one you're, yeah, I mean, not that there's not pressure, but again, it's, it's different. a different type of pressure. Yeah, it's yeah. a different kind of pressure. Uh, how do you get ready for that? Uh, I really just, deal with I it. mean, almost like the same way, really. I just, you know, just quiet intensity, I guess, is the word that we use and uh, just get locked in and, you know, give it 100% of my effort, and that's all I can really do you know that's incredible will uh i mean i just take a deep breath and just just realize that everything that happens it happens for a reason and just go with it like that yeah you you were talking about jesus christ everything tell him where did that come into you what what happened to you what made that well my parents they well we started going to church they've always been to church so i just started going and i've been reading the bible more I've got a devotional book that I read every night, and I just firmly believe that everything that happens is God's plan, and you just got to trust and believe in it. So good. So good. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. So with with these, uh, with both of you, it looks like, or no, no, I'm sorry. You play golf. You play tennis. Yes, sir. Okay. So you guys are going from two, two sports that are high emotions, high intensity. Is the intensity the same? Like, no. no, not at all. That's okay. Not at all. I didn't figure. I figured it wasn't, but um, because like I play a little bit of golf and 
I know that you know. Um, I've tried to play tennis, can't do it. I just I can't figure <laughs> out. I can't figure out how to not just like drive the ball out, like I'm like I'm like I'm playing baseball. Can't figure out how to do that. But yeah. like with golf, like I'm just bad at it. <laughs> and, um, but the thing is, everybody's feel, bad at golf. I feel you. Like you, you know, Amen. you'll watch like the PGA Tour, right. and sometimes it's comforting knowing that you're getting paid. You know, Phil Mickelson and you know. Uh, Brooks Kafka, you know, Bryce DeChambeau, they're like getting paid millions of dollars to be just as bad at this sport as I am. Um, anyway, I well, maybe that, not just I need as that bad, gig. but I like, need that gig. <laughs> I guess what, a, how do you feel about golf? Like, um, well, you know, obviously it's way different. Sure, <laughs> the, uh, sure. The quiet, the level of quietness on the, you know, on the course and everything. Does that make but, it harder and nobody, to do nobody tackles you in the That's middle? Of the <laughs> Does the quiet make it harder? Does that add a, a bit of pressure while you're, you know, in the tee box or, or whatever? Oh, it definitely does. You know, because don't foul you either. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that quiet. You know, you can start hearing your mind. You know, mm-hmm. think like, oh. What if I mess up right here? Yeah. You know, what's it gonna do? Hit it out of bounds, you know. But you're running through, making sure that your stance is right, yes. your arms are straight, you know, all your mechanics are in the right place. Yes. So it's definitely a more thinkable. Yeah, think it's about more of a it mental more than thing, right? Mental, mm-hmm. sir. So, go ahead. Kicking it over to you about tennis, like, mm-hmm. kinda, yes, sir. Kind of go through that the same way, like. Well, what is that like? during a serve, it's you think about it more during a serve, but whenever the match is going and you're hitting back and forth. You don't think about it that much, but it's a, there's not a much, as much pressure going on mm-hmm. during the game because you just don't you don't hear anybody else saying anything. So it's just you can be be more confident in yourself yeah. during it. I feel like during that, you know, when you you're going back and forth in a volley like that, um, um, I don't know, volley is probably not the right word, but you know, no, what I'm is, saying? that's the right. Oh, it is? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I thought Good job, so. You know, I was a little shaky points. there. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I would imagine that it's all about just like reaction. And yes, just sir. trusting the skills and, and all your preparation at that point. Right. And I, I would imagine you probably couldn't. You don't have time to, to overthink yeah. in that moment. But mm, I exactly. still can't figure out how to, I, how to, <laughs> how to hit the ball it's, right. It's difficult. It's difficult. What what got you in? I mean, I guess you can answer this for golf. So I'm not trying to take all your, your question time here, Seth. But how did you guys get into these these sports? You well, I, uh, just, I've only played one sport for my junior high and high school career and i just wanted to play something something different that looked like fun to me and mm-hmm. tennis was the first option it's laid back and it's 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 not too hard for me it's, mm-hmm. so i just i enjoy it i hit the ball too hard that's <laughs> <laughs> uh all right for me it was uh my grandfather okay uh he was a big big golfer played college golf and uh where do you play college golf at uh he played at university of houston oh wow so a little bit of Texas A and M. So all right, he was a good golfer. Uh, but ever since I was eight years old, we went out to the range one day, and he's like, you know, hit mm-hmm. this ball, and I started liking it ever since. We got every Sunday mm-hmm. after church and hit balls for months and months. Then when I got in junior high, I just started playing, picked mm-hmm. it up, and loved it ever since. Man, I remember the first time I went like real, for real golfing with some of my friends, and uh, the guy at the golf course just looked at me and said, "Is this your first time?" And I said, "Yeah," and he said. Be careful it'll get in your blood and he was right because um but he didn't he didn't tell me it was also going to get into my wallet um <laughs> it's an expensive sport yes, if sir. you love it but <laughs> well let me ask you to this uh it's more real for you ed uh but what do you have any intention on carrying this sport over past high school to college to anything um i mean i'm not really sure yet you know i'm just going to 
you know, play the season as hard as I can. And if it does lead to that, then, you know, I'm I'm fully, I'll re be ready for it, you know, just. Did you, did you have anything from football? Any offers, any? Nah, not really. No. I, I, not, maybe some in the future might come, but okay. then I'm staying ready for whatever, right. whatever's, whatever comes, you know, God's plan, like Will said, just. Mm -hmm. Well, I see here that you applied to Coast Guard Academy. So tell us a little bit wow. about that, because that's awesome. Well, um, you know, ever since I was little, I wanted to serve mm -hmm. uh, my country, and my, my brother's kind of into the same thing. And, uh, you know, it's a four-year school over there, and yeah. uh, it's a really, you know, just a really good thing over there. And I just, you know, I'm something I'm interested in, and there's a big challenge over there, and that's something I also want to pursue. Awesome. Uh, where is the Coast Guard Academy located? It's in New London, Connecticut. Okay. All right. Wow. Are you? Do you want to be like a rescue swimmer or like? I don't know. I just. <laughs> so you want to go in there? Whatever they put me. Yeah. All right. All right. They say do it. He'll do it. So how about you? Uh, just like Ed said, if anything comes, and you know, if I get an offer, or scholarship, or whatever, I'll I'll take it gladly and go play. But it's just all around, all about the right place, the right time, mm -hmm. and. Like like Ed said, if God wants me to go, it'll lead me in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I see you want to you want to do some kind of accounting or some type of business. So, yes, sir. What interests you about that? Well, uh, I'm just I'm I'm more of a math guy, I like numbers, and I'm good with putting numbers together and stuff like that. And that's that's about it. Yeah, I've always struggled with math. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> I think you put yeah, that on there, and history's your favorite, math's your favorite. That's where I'm at, history. I hear you, man. And so, uh, and uh, the most interesting thing you can do, Will, I can talk people into doing things for me. Talk, oh, yeah, talk okay. about that. <laughs> well, in my house, uh, I, I'm I'm a little lazy sometimes. <laughs> So I, I mean, made my parents. He threw, he threw he's himself playing under basketball the and tennis. I mean, he's a busy dude. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my legs are sore all the time. I make my parents sometimes take my take my food up, uh, give me food, bring down my dirty clothes. And <laughs> I'm just I'm good with that type of stuff. I don't know why. But. Wow. Well, the there's that. <laughs> <laughs> you got something? Um, I do. If you don't, I just. Uh, I want to ask Ed here. You said that you have a twin brother and twin sisters. Yes, sir. Wow. How on earth do your parents tell y'all apart? I have. Well, me, we're fraternal, so. Oh, okay. okay. We're, we're pretty. If you saw me and my brother together, you would, you know, there's no way they're twins. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Okay. But, nice. But, but what is that like, having having two sets of twins in the house? But... <sighs> I mean, it's. I don't know. You probably asked my mom that I question. I guess it's probably an easy because of you. That's just normal. Yeah, that's just, that's just normal. Just you know, Ms. Johnson, have, if you could call in, <laughs> we have a conversation for you. Uh, so let's talk about this. Some of, uh, throughout the season, you got things that happen that you may not actually want to happen. We call them embarrassing moments or times where, you know, funny things that happen in practice or on the field in the locker room something like that so i want to hear either of you talk about those moments tell us tell us something funny make us laugh that's all right an embarrassing moment i have oh yeah come okay on. um <laughs> i believe in you ed if you're gonna tell what you wrote down i want to hear it <laughs> all right well when i was about i would say six or seven years old mm. i uh my nice. parents 
heard something splashing on the stairs <laughs> and they come out from under their from their room and i'm up we're up uh, my room's upstairs yeah and uh and i'm going to the bathroom off the balcony of our house oh wow beautiful oh wow. my goodness that's fantastic what a way that's to hilarious. figure out did they know you <laughs> slept water <laughs> did, i didn't know i was well, I, I mean I was did they know it. did they know they that you're did, pr- I mean, okay they Man. came up there and shook me. They're like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, I'm, huh. and I, don't, I, don't, "I don't know." <laughs> oh my goodness! I didn't want ter- this. What a terrifying thing! Will? Oh man. Uh, well, Will's never done that. No, I've, I've, <laughs> never, I've never done that. Uh, my my uncle was on a TV late night show, and he yeah. was talking about he was talking about Arab. Yeah. And started talking about our family. I've seen and, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was just talking about the small town of Arab. And yeah, he just <laughs> he embarrassed all of our family, but it's all right. It's all right. It's okay. not a big deal. Are you, are you over it or? Oh yeah, I'm over. So he still do comedy? He does, not as much, but he still does. Okay. Wow. Henry Cho, by the way, if you want to check out, look up the article, look up the video of him making fun of uh, our poor friend Will and his family. <laughs> you can do that today now. So, <laughs> man. Um. This may be the dumbest question, but I'm going to ask. <laughs> um, you don't. It's not. It's not very often you hear an eight of an 18 year old in today's world being named Ed. Where did that name come from? Uh, it actually came from uh, my grandfather's on my mom's and dad's side. Okay. Wow. So, Both of them. Very Both cool. That's what I figured it was going to be something cool like that because I was like anybody named Ed that's 18 years old. There's a good story there. So sweet. And, uh, Will, is it short for Edward or Edwin, or is it just uh, straight Ed? It's James Ed. Okay. That James Ed Johnson is my full name, and I just go by Ed. So it's still, just, just Ed. James Ed. It's not short for You anything. said your grandfather was from Texas? And, uh, or, he's, or, no, he's from Arab. From he, Arab, okay. But he'd spent some time in Texas? Yes. I was going to say, that sounds just like a southern thing. It's just Ed. It's like my dad. My dad doesn't you have know. a middle name. It's just his first name and last name, and there's been more than one time where he's like tried to apply for something. Like You have to fill that in. He's like, why? <laughs> I don't, anyway. Um, okay, what would you say, Ed, this is your fourth year, this is your third year. Is it your third year basketball? Yes, sir. Okay. What would you say has been the greatest basketball game that you've gotten to play in in the last three years? In, oh. the, in the greatest game you've played in the last four years? Ooh. Um, I would say my sophomore year, we made it down to Jacksonville and played uh, in the Sweet 16 against Centerpoint. And that was just, that was a pretty good, I mean, I loved it. It was, mm-hmm. you know, it was electrifying. Yeah. The crowd down there, Jacksonville's floor, it was it was just awesome for me. It's fun. It's fun. Yep. Uh, my freshman year, I had played JV, and I got moved up at the end of the year. And one of my first first three games, we played in the area tournament against Gunnersville. Or, yeah, no, against Gosboro. And uh, Ed Johnson hit a three with, like, eight seconds to go to put us up. Come on, man. Which, which sends <laughs> us to the uh, Sweet 16, what Ed, Ed was talking about. That was one of wow. my most exciting games. Wow. Wow. Great celebration after <laughs> that, right? Yes, sir. And so, okay, a little on the maybe sad side, what would you say is the hardest loss that you've taken, but what did you learn from it? Probably last year we played against Buckhorn, at, in the area tournament. 
which was our last game. And we learned that we can't go we can't go in there and not be confident in ourselves. We we played very timid and we played like they were better than us. And we, we can't play like that anymore. So this season we've played a lot more confident, a lot more aggressive, and we just we've played much better this year. How about you? I would say that same game. That against, Buck Corn that, game? No, the sophomore my sophomore year uh down there in Jacksonville. Okay. We we lost that game, but the center point game. The center point game, yes sir. Wow. I just um, there was a lot of high hopes that year, and you know that we had a big senior class that year, and I just it was just a tough loss, and you know it's sad everybody was leaving and all this. So that's so. What are you guys? What game are you most excited about this this year? Like, and what would you honestly? What would you really like to accomplish? What would be a great accomplishment? Uh, area champs. For sure, I would. We'd love to win the area championship. Um, I'm probably most excited for the Scottsboro game at home. Last year we lost in double overtime to Scottsboro, and they ended up making wow. the final four. Double overtime. So we're excited for that game. I'm looking forward to that one. As yeah, and and Buckhorn, just all the area games we're excited for. Yep. And going off that, I'm excited for that too. But uh, also the Marshall County tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one oh, I look forward to. Every, that's always fun. Always some good competition and good games and uh, you know if we if we could make it i'd like to make the championship mm-hmm. win that'd be unbelievable something i'm really excited for yeah that's incredible and so that's that's exciting guys y'all got a lot to look forward to yes sir and so uh and i was gonna say this you got a win jameson usually says this uh but do you have a win that just it's it's a little more special like like a rival game or something like that. Did you one of those that you just love? Well, I think uh, this year to our have fr- maybe bragging rights. Our, <laughs> a little, a little. Our first game of the season, we played Alberville. We we haven't beaten Alberville at Alberville in several years, and we went in and they their student section was hostile. It was it was Coliseum's it was tough. A tough place to play. Yeah. huge. Yeah. yeah, it was tough. And we went in and we won our first game, and it was it was it was a really good win to get our confidence up. Yeah, that's that's the game I was most excited for. How about for you? Uh, for me, it would have to be probably Gunnersville at home for me. Mm. You know, I uh, that's just a, that big. I played with a lot of guys from Gunnersville, and uh, you know, just playing them every year is exciting, and you know, wanting to win is yeah, it's important. Intense game, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, the last question of the day, and you guys have done a great job. Mm-hmm. When you. has there been a time? So we saw a lot of it this weekend at the Alabama Auburn game, where the ref messed up. <laughs> where the ref, oh. <laughs> where the ref messed up with you. You know that just it, they called the wrong call. They it just they blew it. They really blew it. Like, well, uh, I'd have to say our only loss of the season was uh, at Douglas, and mm-hmm. we had a turnover, and the ball was just laying on the floor. But it was tied with like 12 seconds left to go. The ball was laying on the floor, and they somehow got a timeout, even though they didn't have the ball. And we ended up getting the ball with with like two seconds after. But they got the timeout and got, they got the ball, and they hit a game winning shot. Mm. Is that the I'd, one for you? I'd have to say that's the <laughs> one for me. Y'all still appreciate the ref about the, with the ref. Yeah. You're not upset, are you? 
Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are. They won't say it, but I will. They're mad. They uh, still ain't forgotten. Speaking of which, you guys are playing tonight. Yes, sir. Against yes, St. John, John Paul. John Paul II. And then you play a huge game on Friday. Is it at home? Yes, sir. At, uh, against that team you just said, Albertville. Albertville. Yes, so, sir. man. I've seen John Paul II play before. Um, yeah. Well, this was it was a few years ago. Yeah. I remember they they love to pass the ball. They don't like to let the ball hit the floor very much. Um, I thought it was it didn't help them at all that <laughs> night because they got destroyed. But you, anyway, you play Scottsboro twice, so that Scottsboro K game at Scottsboro is happening next Friday. Yes, sir. How you feel? I'm I'm good. I'll probably a little nervous, but I'm excited for it. Wow. Well, guys, we are so grateful to have you. Y'all have been amazing. Y'all can stay with us if you'd like. Uh, <laughs> we're about to do some fun things, and you can stay. But we are so, so glad to have you, and, and Jameson can tell you how excited I am to have yes. this school um, here. <laughs> so we love you guys. We hope you have a great season. Thank you for having us Thank on. You. Win yes, it all. Yeah. Win yes, it sir. all. Thank you. And so, anyway, go nuts. Go nuts. Go nuts. That Thank just you. feels right. Honestly, uh, it feels right. I want to yeah. thank both of you for putting down like good movie answers. This is the second time <laughs> in the last here recently. Hoosiers where, and where you have Hoosiers and then and Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Excellent, excellent that's choice. My choice. Yeah, um, there's a ton that I could have. There's a ton of good movies out there. But a lot of a lot of people come in here and they <laughs> think we want them to just lob up. And I mean, if it's their favorite movie, it's fine. But they'll be like Facing the Giants or uh, <laughs> yeah. what is that other one with Sandra Bullock? Remember uh, the, the Blonde mm-hmm. Side. Yeah, the Blonde no, no, Side. The, remember the Titans, I believe. Because remember the Titans was awesome. Um, that was a good movie. So before you go, you can stay. We're here till four thirty. But it, before you go, we need you to sign that door, sir. And uh, then we want to take oh. pictures with you. So. Okay. All right. Uh, y'all can stay. We're about to ask people questions and give away stuff. And uh, but you are free to go if you yeah. need you to. You are free to you go. You guys if got you a game to. tonight and yes, probably sir. have right. some some yes, practice sir. and stuff. So whatever y'all want to do. Yes, uh, sir. Yep. But if nothing else, sign the wall. <laughs> thank you for letting us. Yes, yeah. thank y'all. Hey, I think Thanks the chalk is going to be right behind that TV on that uh, rack up there. See it up there? Awesome. Boy, oh boy. Hey, there's a cord over here. All right, Facebook Live. I'm going to put it on a a graphic for a minute. We are going to be right back. You'll be able to hear what's going on in the background, but video-wise, I just got the graphic up. So stick around. We'll be right back. Okay. So I don't know if Facebook Live can still hear you guys. Yeah, uh, they can still hear you. Okay, cool. Uh, So we were discussing our favorite uh, Thanksgiving. Like, Well, we weren't discussing that. We were discussing about Thanksgiving food earlier. What's y'all's favorite? Uh, I would have to say for me... Dressing. There yeah. you go. Yeah. There it is. Ham for me. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Oh. Your number beside it. Your team number. See, look. Uh, for uh, basketball. Either one. I don't know. Whatever your favorite. Whatever one. your favorite number is. We actually collect it. We take when that door fills up. We'll take a picture and we put it on a frame and put it in the hallway. Um. But yeah, I think. Like Turkey has this like. Awesome. Scoot that chair up for me, and then you guys step on either side of that dartboard, and I'll grab a, a quick picture of you guys. All right, we'll jump in. All right, here we go. I'll do it two ways: and one, two, three, and one horizontal. Here we go. One, two, 
three. Now the guys will get in there with you. I'll take a couple more pictures. We'll be good. Mm -hmm. One for Facebook, one for Instagram. <laughs> All right. Here we go. One, two, three, and one more. One. Jameson's like, I, I don't know where to put <laughs> my hands. I don't know where to put them. <laughs> 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 them. <laughs> I could tell it was going on in your mind. Like <laughs> Here we go. Three, two, one. One more time. I'm getting really bright. Oh, it looks a whole lot better. Three, two, one. Got it. All right, awesome. Well, guys, we appreciate you. Thank y'all. Yes, I hope thank you all. win tonight. Yes, sir. Thank you. I hope you win all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I said that to you. I, I mean, <laughs> thank you. Thank y'all. Man, it was good to meet you. Yes, sir. Good, good to have you, you too. buddy. Good having y'all. And that Got food. Day. You guys you feel too, free man. to take the rest of that food with you. If you're done, just leave it in there. We'll take care of it. Yes, sir. Either way. New phone, I got. I'm telling you. Got a new phone? Yeah. Is it nice? It is. Um, it's also nice that I can, like, forget to plug it in. And it, like, a charger lasts like a whole day and a half. Oh, that's awesome. I can't ever remember having a phone like that. Must be nice. So, anyway, we, we are about to be back. And, uh,. I think we should show the video. Well, we do freestyle. Uh, we got freestyle, don't we? We do. Okay. What video are you talking about? I was talking about the one where the guys made... You brought it, the TikTok video, I guess, where they put out the mac and cheese sign and say, made mac and cheese, and we'll give you a... Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. that was good. That uh, was a good one. You know, I saw a funny reel on, on the gram last night. On the gram. Um, and it was a family passed out t-shirts to the family members and the t-shirts had like, it was like, like a nutritional facts label. <laughs> their, their Thanksgiving responsibilities for the meal, like one had turkey and then the contents, one had, you know, dressing, yes. all the, the contents, one had drinks, one had plates, <laughs> one had, you know, yams, mustard greens, so on and so forth. That's um, hilarious. And uh, they shot it like one of those um, Family Matters intro videos, you yes. know? Yes, um, yes. It was hilarious. Do, 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 do. It's a, it's a rare, rare condition. condition. New day and age. Oh, man. People read about. In the newspaper. Oh, we're not going to sing that. Love um, and tradition. Of the grand divide. <laughs> uh, we did that. Anyway. Hey, we got some questions coming up out there. Facebook world. We are going to ask and give away a five-person all-day pass to B&B Video Games, mm -hmm. which could truly be a wonderful experience. I know we've talked a lot about Thanksgiving. I know it's past, um, but again, Thanksgiving food applies to Christmas do you, do as well. Eat, is, is your Christmas food the same as Thanksgiving? Not always. Um, Mine's not different. Always. We usually will do like finger foods or sandwiches, or it depends on the activity. Normally, when we're like, like at my house, Pictionary has kind of been nice. a uh, a tradition the last few years. Uh, yeah. My sister is is an artist, and she's very she can draw very well. Yeah, me. So you want to get on her team? I cannot draw to get, save my life. Get on your sister's um, team. So I get roasted every year. Um, 
And this is a stick figure of what I'm trying to get. Even you to a stick do. figure, they're like, "What is that? Why did you draw an iron?" Like, you know, and I'm like, "That's that's supposed to be a dog." And <laughs> yeah, get, yeah, and I get made fun of, and it's it's it's, it's a hurtful. good time for everyone else, but not for me. But as long as you know, <laughs> as long as everybody gets a good laugh, I right? guess. Uh, so Stephen, how long we got? We've got a minute fifteen. Minute fifteen, and uh, I'm excited. You know, but I was gonna ask. Where do you guys stand on the cranberry sauce? Are you a jellied, canned person or like real sauce? I am equal opportunity. Okay, me too. I'm partial to not the my jelly. favorite. Partial, yeah. partial. You don't, you don't like a little I don't bit of cranberry hate in your dressing. Is what you're telling me. I don't. Oh, not, I don't generally do that. You got to mush that stuff up all I together. I don't hate it. But uh, yeah. So for Christmas. We do like barbecue and shrimp. Oh, okay. All right. And it's amazing. So my uncle literally puts out probably 100 shrimp. He just keeps sending them on skewers. <laughs> and we eat as we're waiting for the Christmas meal. Mm. And I'm going to tell you, friends. 20 seconds. That there's not a better way to spend your Christmas. That sounds nice. Favorite meal of the year. Just saying. Somebody else buys the shrimp. Ching. That's right. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Hundreds of them. It's time for the Varsity Freestyle. And that sound lets you know that it's time for you to win something. And what is that something? It's a five-person all-day pass to the amazing, incredible, majestic. I just wanted to use that word. Majestic B&B video games. Five people. That's a Christmas family experience. <laughs> <laughs> you could make a movie. The Varsity Christmas Family. Yes. Experience. It'll be like yes. a short movie. It'll yes. be like a TikTok more than a movie. But yes. you could do it. You could do it, we believe. All you got to do is answer these three questions. And we're going to help you all along the way. I don't know if y'all remember who wants to be a millionaire. You phone a friend. We are that friend. <laughs> we're we the got, phone hey, and your and friend. And by the way, we have the answer. So you're not going to do any better. So let me ask you question number one. If you're out there, the classic arcade game Pong, P-O-N-G, Pong, was manufactured by which company? By which company? It is a video game system. I just want to give you that. Which? Want to be on the radio? Call us now at 256-505-0885. I know that Pittsburgh, here in our notes, is not spelled wrong. But every time I look at the word, when it, Pittsburgh is spelled out, I don't know why. Like it, it just looks like it's misspelled. I don't know what it, it is. It looks like it needs to be Bergy or... <laughs> Pittsburgh-y. <laughs> Pittsburgh-y. And then Houston at Cincinnati. Oh, you know what? You think this is the first gut check Cincinnati gets oh, all year? Oh, man. It's not the first one they've had all year. Who'd they they, they nearly got beat by Tulsa. Here we go. Miss Deborah. Yes. We are so excited to have you on the Varsity Radio Show. Do you have an answer for my question? The classic arcade game Pong was manufactured by which company? It's the video game system pre-Nintendo. Starts with an A. Starts with an A. Starts with an A. Ends Usually with an I. Played it with the joystick. Yes. 
Satori. Yes! Look at you. Right. Okay, what tool uses a magnetic needle that points north? What tool you use this when you go camping? And when you get lost. When you get lost. A compass. Yes! Yeah. All right. Then, okay, you Here got go. this. Go Last ahead. Last question. Snoopy from the comic strip The Peanuts is a what breed of dog? What breed of dog is Snoopy? Also, a instrument known. It's kind of no. like a trumpet, but it's a. It's not quite a bugle. Not quite a. Bugle, not a bugle, but a. A beagle. beagle. Yes, oh, you got you go. it. You have won. We are so glad you have won. If you'll stay on the line, you're gonna hear how you pick up those five-person all-day pass to B&B video game. I think Wake Forest wins that game. Though. You think Wake Forest is, is going to win that one? Against okay. Pittsburgh. I oh, agree. dude, that'll be a good game. Like, yeah. listen, Clemson, um, they didn't decide to start playing until like the last three games of the season. Yes. Um, How about that? It was the it was the lady with the leggings, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> um, Dabo's like, seriously? I can't pay attention to anything else. <laughs> my face is all over that woman. Um, <laughs> that's just horrible. And that sounds terrible <laughs> anyway. in so many ways. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't quit looking at me. <laughs> that's horrible. Okay, so what uh, What I think with Cody Pickett being... I, I may have said his first name wrong. I don't know if it's... Co- I want to call him Cody. It's just like Pittsburgh's quarterback. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's quarterback <laughs> is... Um, against that Wake Forest defense is going to be a really, really fun matchup. Yeah. I'm not sure who comes away with this. I feel like Wake Forest is favored. Yeah. But there's a lot of fight in Pittsburgh, mm. and um, I think it'll, it'll it'll be a fun game. And uh, Michigan-Iowa. Which, you know, according I mean, to the I, according to the Matt Mitchell's uh Iowa's SEC got a chance. Bro, Iowa does have a chance. Now, if they run the ball with Hassan like they did – um, against Ohio State, ain't nobody got a chance. That, like it'd, it. it'd be it'd be a rough one, uh, but it depends on which Iowa team is going to show up. Yeah, um, the know, right one shows up. This could be a good game. If the wrong one shows up, Michigan's going to be in the playoff. I'm okay with Michigan being in the playoff. No, you know, I mean, <laughs> listen, I have a problem with Cincinnati being in. The you playoff. know, there's a part of me that wants to, and I feel like I. It's not that I have a problem with it. But um, my problem I think comes if, with something called schedule. If if well, I mean they can't help that. That's the conference they play in, That's true. and this is how you get promoted out of a conference: is you do things like this. It's what happened to Boise State and TCU. Um, don't know how up. Oklahoma and Texas got moved. I mean, I think it's just because <laughs> I think it's because they have a lot. They of are money. the best. They really, um, they are the best. They, I, they, they have a big checkbook. You know, it's not the best. You know, I would be okay with. I'm gonna maybe get you if they removed Missouri and brought in Oklahoma and Texas. I don't like Missouri. I don't know. I don't know how they made um, the transition over because and, when they did, it's, Missouri it's like was Matt's, a contending team. But it's it's like Matt says, you are barely. SEC, you're I, you're barely. I don't know. They're it's a long way from the JT Daniels days, boys. You are a disappointment. Long ways. Just away. saying. I'm throwing that out. There. But I mean, they would make the SEC championship game like two, three years in a row because Missouri? yeah, because because the East was so bad in Missouri. You know, played worth a day and won the East. A and M, I get you. I see you. You have earned your spot in our conference. Right, look. 
<laughs> it'll be, it's just gonna be weird i don't i don't particularly like the move yeah it's all right but whether i like it or not it's happening hey steven whenever we can can we come in and talk about the big games this week oh good that's even is he talking about big football game uh, college football games great or? well now now we're gonna be talking basketball okay for this area um which is honestly so more is this what we're doing now is just talking about these big games on no, football no we're gonna be talking about basketball is that what we have been doing yes okay yeah um, Mr. Glasscock has joined us. Oh, oh, what was that? Good question. Operator error. I don't know what's going to happen. He's there now, though. Oklahoma State and Baylor. That is a good match. Greg, what's up? What's up, Greg? I just live in the dream. You are. You are the dream. Yeah, Greg. <laughs> Whatever that means. His life looks amazing <laughs> all the time. <laughs> How's y'all's day been? Man, it's great. Is it as fun to be Greg Glasscock as it looks? Oh, it's just a barrel of monkeys. That's so <laughs> I'll tell you what, just having, having a blast. Yeah, 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 living the I'd, dream. How'd things go today with your uh, guests? You know, they were great. Yeah, they're good guys, and I'm really impressed in the ARAB team, how they started the season. Well, they've got one loss. Is what they were saying. And they were both a little bitter about how and that they loss were a little about. bitter about it. Just a little. <laughs> I'm they, trying to remember who they lost to. Douglas. Uh, Douglas. Uh, and they said it was the refs' call. Yeah. Huh? Well, well, that's always going to be said by whoever. Well, yeah. and you know the score. It was forty-three, forty-one. Was scored on a last-second shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but one loss, that's not bad. They beat Albertville, no. they beat Boaz, they beat Randolph, Randolph, they beat Fairview, they beat Cold Springs and Lincoln County, and they yeah, just won this I tournament. Is, uh, A-Rab won the tournament that Gunnersville was in, that tournament oh. over at Holly Pond. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Holly Pond. Yeah, they, they, they won it, and uh, Gunnersville was in the consolation bracket. They lost to Lincoln County, oh. but then they beat Cold Springs. I didn't get to go to any of it. Yeah. But uh, I kept up with it. I figured you'd be what? there, Greg. You're a fixture. Man, <laughs> holiday tournaments and work and all is just hard to get away. Mm-hmm. I hear you. You know? Yeah. But I did go last night to the game at Albertville when that game wasn't real pretty. Uh, tough night for the old Wildcats last night. Mm. I guess you'll talk about it in a minute, won't you? Yeah. Yeah, awesome. I will. Girls and guys. Stephen, how long? Twenty seconds. Twenty seconds. Here we go, Greg. This has become one of my favorite parts of the show. Stephen, we got to get him an intro. He's just the coolest. Yeah. The Greg Glasscock <laughs> Sports Analyst moment. Hello, guys. We are so glad you're here because you make this show so much better from week to week, and you know, you know stats and what happened better than anybody. And uh, we want to talk about basketball in Marshall County because we just had two of the greats in here. Uh, they were really fantastic. But tell us what happened this past week or this past since the season started. Yeah, just to give you a little bit of a <clears throat> recap, and I hadn't gotten to go to many games yet because a lot of holiday tournaments were on the road. But uh, it looks like to me, for the most part, except for maybe a rab which, I mean, it's still early in the year. I think Marshall County is going to be 
wide open. I think everybody, for the most part, is fairly close to each other. Um, Albert Bull has started off playing 500 ball. Uh, Boaz around the same. I think Arab only has one loss. They're doing the best so far. Uh, Gunnersville's gotten off kind of a hot and cold start. They're three and three overall after losing last night. They opened up the season last time I was with you guys. They were going to open up against May Jemison. That was a very tough game for the guys, and they hung tight, but they lost that game. And then they went on the road the next day to win at Decatur, which was big. And then they went to the same tournament Arab did out in Holly, uh, Holly Pond Thanksgiving tournament that Arab won it. Uh, Gunnersville went two and one as they beat Southeastern and Cold Springs and lost to Lincoln, Tennessee, the team that uh, I believe Arab beat for the championship. And then uh, last night. Um, and I was there at a uh, Albert Bull where the Aggies got the best of the Wildcats and guys action 56 to 50 in a game that not a good shooting game for anybody. Uh, Gunnersville actually led the whole first half, and uh, then the second half was kind of a half of runs, I guess you could say. Albert Bull went on a little run, and Gunnersville did, and then Albert Bull pretty much controlled the fourth quarter. They got out to like a 12, 14, maybe 16-point lead, and then uh, Gunnersville trimmed it down and uh, lost by six, 56 to 50. The biggest surprise of the night for me was the girls. Um, Gunnersville girls have gotten off to a great start. I think I mentioned to you guys when I was with you before, they played a lot of good teams, especially out of the Birmingham area, and I really expected them to go to Albertville last night and win pretty easily, and I guess it's a good thing I'm not a gambling man. I would have lost because uh, tough game. Uh, they led a lot of it, but lost 36-35. As I got to give credit to Albertville's girls, they wow. played very well, especially defensively. And that's a whole lot of defense mm-hmm. in a game. Yeah, and Gunnersville's girls just uh, the, the top scorers. They just couldn't. They just couldn't shoot. Uh, Gunnersville only had one girl in double figures, and actually Albert Bull scoring was spaced out. They didn't have anybody in double figures. Mm. Wow. So, uh, that was a very low-scoring game. That's one of those games that I think you got to repaint the rims after the game. <laughs> uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot of bricklaying going on oh, tonight, you know. Yeah. And the guys' game, too. Uh, but Albert Bull's a tough place to play. Gunnersville does not have real good luck playing at Albert Bull, especially the last few years, so um, that was tough for the Cats last night, and they'll be back at home for only their second home game of the year. It seems like it's been forever since that last one. They'll be at home this Friday uh, against Etowah, and the plan is for us to have that one on the radio Friday night. Nice. That was uh, what Ed Ed and Will just said, that uh, Albertville is a really tough place to play. Yeah, I actually went to the Arab Albertville game, and uh, I don't think either team shot well there. I think the score was like in the 30s, I want to say. So, yeah, I don't know what it is about Albertville. I don't know if it's the depth perception, the way it's laid out or what, but I, I never see any team shoot real well there other than occasionally Albertville, and of course, it's their gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coliseum is a very loud place. It's, it's very big. Mm-hmm. Very yeah, big. It's, it's very spacious, you know, they're yeah. seating behind the goals, and I think that could throw off your depth perception as a shooter maybe a little bit. So uh, 
it's definitely a home court advantage for Albert Bulls. Yeah. Playing at home. Wow. Well, fantastic, Greg. Uh, what are the games that you're most excited about this next week? Well, I'm going to try to uh, see as much of Gunnersville as I can. They've got some interesting games coming out, which I'm going to be out of town a couple of days over the next couple of weeks. I'm going to miss one or two of the games. But, of course, they come back home to play Etowah Friday night. Uh, next week starts region play. I think it's next Friday the 10th. They have Brewer at home. And uh, then the week after, I want to say it's the week of December 13th, uh, they've got three games that week, which will be big. They've got uh, Boaz on Tuesday the 14th at Boaz and come back home with a rematch against Albert Bull on Thursday the 16th. And then oddly enough, this is an interesting schedule, uh, Friday the 17th, Opelika. Wow. This way. Uh, That's a long, long road, drive. Long long road trip for the Opelika Bulldogs. I don't know how that was scheduled, or maybe they're already going to be in town or something, but it's not every day you see a team from that far away come and play a true home game, you know, on your court. So, Gunnersville's got some interesting games, which one thing about their coach, Coach Self, which I think is just a great guy. I agree. He, schedule, he schedules up. I mean, he says, hey, to get ready for playoffs and all, we might take our lumps early on or whatever, but let's get battle-tested. Let's not play a bunch of cupcakes and pat our wins and stuff like that. Let's let's play best, and that makes you better down the road. You know, right now, Gunnersville sits at 3-3, three and three, uh, but when you look at who they've played, they've played some pretty tough competition overall, and uh, it'll just continue to get tougher here in the next few weeks. Yeah. And then, and also, I didn't mention this, guys, the week after Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's, they're playing in a, I think it's a 16-team tournament down in Mobile, and they are the only team, I think, that is not from South Alabama in it. So, you know, wow. hey, he, he schedules up. There's no doubt about it. That's awesome. Well, and it kind of lets them know what they're looking for, what's going to come their way to early instead of when they're finally in the tournament. I see the genius yeah. in that. Well, Greg, yeah. we so appreciate you, and you mean so much this show. Thank you so much for calling in. Well, hey, I appreciate it, guys, anytime. We'll talk to you later. Have a great okay. day, Greg. All right. Y'all too. All right, bye-bye. Uh, Greg has a world of knowledge. He's just His, his knowledge of local sports is uh, incredible. It's legendary. It really is. I had nothing to contribute to that conversation. I felt like I had nothing to contribute to that conversation. <laughs> I'm glad that you handled that the way you did. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought I thought there has been be a minute good. since I've I've kept up with local, local basketball, bas- basketball or even football. Um but he's the one who keeps <clears throat> us in the know, honestly. There's only one guy I'd like to put him in the room with. Who is that? John Holder. If you've ever heard of John Holder, now he's doing some stuff for AHSAA uh, through a TV station I used to work for down in Jacksonville. But this man is a walking book of knowledge. I mean, he even has like every Iron Bowl. Uh, what was the weather like? What oh, wow. What was the score at halftime? No way. Wow. Yeah. Oh, he's like a savant. It's amazing. The dude is just a wealth of knowledge. And getting these two in a room together would be just magical. I'm going to have to try to make that happen. And if there's anyone that can... I believe it's 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 you, Stephen. You, Stephen. <laughs> you are Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see these I mean, two. Just just put a camera on them. Let we them talk know you. Sports. We know you could pull Greg in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can get He's, John too. John, we we have a good relationship. So, 
Sounds I'm sure like we a, can make that happen. Sounds like a fun show. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. Yeah. yeah. It does. Those cool. guys seem amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. glad we won the Iron Bowl, so Yeah. I just I honestly I I'm gonna be I'm gonna give you my honest what happened in my mind two two minutes to go. Mm-hmm. I looked at my wife and I said, They're just gonna kneel it and it's gonna be over. <laughs> my wife said the game's not over. I said, Yeah it is. <laughs> right. Listen, I've I mean, never you know, been happier to be wrong. I know. With two minutes in left, my life, with the history, I mean, I remember on that one. I can't. It was when we were at midfield and we had to go. We went for it on fourth down and we had to get it. I think there was like three minutes left, and it was a bad snap to Bryce, and he had to just fall on the ball. Yeah, that's when I was like, okay, I think this might be over. Uh-huh. I think it might yeah. be over. Then our defense got the ball back, and then we when well, I was, mean we had the we field got goal. pinned that was at helpful. the two yard line. And I was like, we have to march 97 yards down the field. <laughs> we have we have barely, like, I remember, because I was watching this with my girlfriend's family, and my girlfriend's mom was like, at halftime, I was like, how many times have we crossed the 50? And we were looking at each other, we were like, I don't know if we have. Like, you know. It's yeah. a bad day. So, just, and you can say what you want about Alabama's performance before those two minutes, but the, the fact that they kept on grinding. And didn't give up. They did not give up. And That's they a mentality crazy thing. All the yeah. way through with Alabama didn't deserve to win that. Yeah, they did cuz yeah. they kept going even Bryce, when that didn't Bryce seem Young. like there was a point to it. They kept on. Whether you like it or winning. not, Bryce Young is special. And All right, he's, guys, let's yeah. do our picks. Let's okay. do our picks. All right, we'll have to do them quick though, okay? Let's do All it right. fast. Here we go, 7 seconds. So we have five big games this week. We're going to pick them real quick. Pittsburgh versus Wake Forest, 17 versus 18. I'm going to go Wake Forest in this one. Wake? It'll be a tough game, but I'm going Wake. I think so. I'm going to go the opposite way, guys. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yep. Pittsburgh-y, as Jameson says. <laughs> uh, and then number 24, Houston. At number four, Cincinnati. I want to pick Houston, but I just feel like Cincinnati's not going to let this uh, opportunity pass. I'm going to no. go Cincinnati. I think they. I think Cincinnati wins it. Also, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Although, anyway, mm-hmm. okay, number eight, Baylor. This is a close one. Versus number seven, Oklahoma State. The only two teams in the Big Twelve that play anything remotely close to defense. I <laughs> want to pick Baylor, but I'm going to go with the Pokies, Oklahoma State. Yep. I'm going to say Baylor myself. I'm going old Pokies too. All right. Then, okay, this is top number five, Michigan. Versus number sixteen Iowa, Ooh. and this is cl- I know those are big numbers. Yeah, but Iowa's been nasty this year. Yeah, they have been. They're they're always like one of those tough corn-fed boys in the trenches kind of team. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because it's the preseason of Christmas. I'm in a giving mood. I'm gonna go Michigan. I think Michigan wins it because they know how big. Yeah, this Iowa's is. Herky the Hawk. I think is not gonna have a good day. <laughs> Herky the Hawk. <laughs> Herky. Oh, wow. How did you I know? Did not know I that. Just, uh, you know. You know, I thought I had a wealth fantastic. of random college football knowledge. I'm, I'm but I proud did not of you know right now. Like I'm blown name. away. Okay, now <laughs> this is the biggest game of the week. Uh, this is the most. Like y'all thought the Iron Bowl was going to uh. be stressful. Number one Georgia versus number three Alabama. <sighs> See, hold on one second. When did they change to number three? Because last time I checked this morning, they were number four in the AP. And I did not understand that at all. Well, I've, they go by CF uh, College Football Playoff. Okay. Not yeah. AP. Okay. AP right. puts Thank out. AP puts it out until October gotcha. when they do their first CFP and then, rankings. But the college football playoff ranking is gotcha. is over okay. overtakes yeah, yeah. that. I understand so, now because um, I was just really 
boggled. Now it may thing. be four because I think that show. Well, that show probably happened last night, didn't it? It might have. Yeah, and I did not catch it. So yeah, me neither. Anyway, in any event, Alabama and Georgia play for the SEC championship this week. And pretty much the national championship. This is like <laughs> this is the national now championship. Now listen, if a bunch of these other games go sideways, is there a way that both of these teams end up in the playoff again? I mean, I'm not going to say it ain't Georgia possible. Can. I think Georgia Weirder can. Weirder things have happened. Weirder things have happened. But have um, we ever gone to a college football playoff with two losses? I think we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The year we played Georgia, <laughs> as a matter of fact. <laughs> And beat them on that other, that other, you know, that last was crazy. Second, yeah, fourth and twenty six, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Who you going with? I'm gonna stick with my team, and I'm gonna pick Alabama because if the defense that played against the Iron Bowl that played shows against, up, if that defense or that tenacity shows up against Georgia's defense, it's it's going to be. Or I'm sorry, against Georgia's offense, it's gonna be a really good game. They play I, I, nasty. I want this to be a low-scoring just brawl is what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, if that offense that shows up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if we have those same struggles against Georgia's defense, it's going to be a long day. I want the Arkansas offense <laughs> and the Auburn defense. I'm talking about Alabama's defense versus Auburn. Alabama's offense versus uh Arkansas yeah. to show up. I'm that's what, out, that's I'm, what I'm looking for. I'm going to stick with my team, pick Alabama. Because if you? those two things happen, it's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and we're all going to be very happy. So who are you picking? I think Alabama. Okay. I think I think it, I, Alabama does really good when everybody's talking bad about them. And everybody's talking bad about them. Hmm. Wish we'd have like, known that during the Mike DeBose era. Anyway. Really bad. Well, <laughs> during the Saban era. Steven? <laughs> Roll Tide. Come okay, on. Okay. All right. Hey, that's the sound where we let you know where you can find the Varsity Radio Show when we are not in the studio. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. we don't live in here. I know. Surprise. It is really it's nice, nice in, here. in here. It is really nice. Uh, and uh, But you can find us at Facebook at Varsity Radio Show. On Instagram at Varsity underscore radio underscore show. Also at Twitter at Varsity Radio 885. And podcast everywhere. Every we're everywhere. <laughs> hey, we're everywhere that can be, you can go access a podcast. So you can come listen to the show again tomorrow or for the next forever. Uh, you know, it's up to you. Hey, we'll be... At the Charburger also is eternally amazing. It is a fantastic place. Wow, eternally amazing. Uh, yeah, home of the famous Chargrill. I was hoping that it shows up in heaven. Home of the famous Chargrill. Wildcat Burger, Philly cheesesteaks, and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. those greasy onion rings going to be there? Yeah. They're going to be there. No calories. Right, ne- calories. right next to them milkshakes. Delicious. Yeah. With all the boys in the yard. <laughs> Just keep taking it there. Oh my Talk about BNB. BNB video games. It is your one-stop shop for 80s-style arcade fun, your local video game retail store. If you got questions about video games, they got answers for you. Mm-hmm. They're located on 431 right next to Pizza Hut. Family fun for everyone. Yeah. Hey, we'll see you next week. Same varsity time. Same varsity place, 88.5 JFM. You stay classy and don't you go changing. Roll Tide.